The NCAA moves incredibly slowly when it comes to violations, and so anyone thinking that the NCAA is going to come down with some kind of punishment for Michigan this season for whatever its role may or may not be in the sign-stealing thing doesn't understand the NCAA. However, there are a lot of whispers now that the Big Ten, under pressure from its coaches and its athletic directors who don't particularly care for Michigan— and Michigan's current coach and its success under him, that the Big Ten as a conference may do something to Michigan before the NCAA. Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports with us on that, who broke the story on it. So, Dan, when we say possible discipline, what does possible discipline look like? Uh, Could be uh, two-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh could be a season-long suspension, indefinite suspension until the NCAA case is wrapped, NCAA investigation or at least is wrapped, which would be that's it for Harbaugh this year because they're not going to get that done in time. Um, it could be a, a reprimand or a fine. But right now what what is going on is is the Big Ten positioning themselves to suspend Jim Harbaugh indefinitely. And whether that is what ends up being the case or not, we will see. But um, we'll find out later this week what move they make. But that's the one that Michigan is is fearing and would uh, certainly uh, immediately attack in a, a court of law and try to get a stay and an injunction and and all of that. Well, does the Big Ten have the authority to do that? We'll see. Um, <laughs> they kind of do. They probably do, but they may not. It's 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 going to be headache-inducing for people that just want to watch football. Um, the, the commissioner has broad authorities under sportsmanship, which the Big Ten bylaws do not define. I'm not sure you can even define sportsmanship. Um, not anymore. I, if the water's not I, 70 degrees, you could say that's not sportsmanship <laughs> on the, on the yeah. sideline. I mean, really. Yeah, this is a sport where – Minnesota and Michigan, they, they created the little brown jug because Minnesota, they thought, was poisoning the water. I would say that probably unsportsmanlike, but it turned out to be a nice ritual. So, uh, you know, who knows? But, well, um, were they poisoning the water? I don't know. I have to ask Fielding Yost, I guess. Uh, <laughs> He's not here, so <laughs> I guess we have our answer. I'll ask him next Coming time I see him. Games, Mitch. I didn't cover that one. So, uh, so but, 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 but separate, sep- separate, from, separate from – you know, whether they have the authority to do it, did they have some kind of conclusive proof that Jim Harbaugh knew about this or sanctioned this? Or what, you know, why, why, why are, is, does the punishment that you're suggesting seem very targeted towards Jim Harbaugh? Well, because, yes, they do not have, like we are reporting as the NCAA has found no ties no, uh, yet to find any ties that show Jim Harbaugh had any knowledge of what Connor Stallion did, and it hasn't found anything amongst any member of the Michigan staff or assistant coaches that Connor Stallion was doing this on his own to prop up his own ability to uh, show that he could steal signs and decipher signs and make himself appear more valuable to his bosses, which uh, even if you – are the biggest Buckeye or Spartan fan. You could at least, there is a plausible story that a young assistant coach would do anything he can to look good to his bosses as a guy who's trying to get a foothold in this industry. Right. So that's, 
certainly a working theory, and they've found nothing uh, to that contrary. Okay, what so they were if, saying, yeah. yeah, if they don't have anything, I know where you're going, how right. do you blame Harbaugh? The NCAA has a rule, a new rule this year, called strict liability, where the head coach is responsible for the actions of everybody who reports somehow to him, directly or indirectly. So all maybe 100 people that work in Michigan football, Jim Harbaugh is responsible for all of their actions. Now, this is a seemingly terrible idea of a rule, in my opinion, but Michigan is a member of the NCAA, and they could have spoken up before. You know, this is their rules. So, because uh, I don't know how the heck you could know what 100 people are doing, but here we are. Now, the issue, I think legally, if you want to get to this, the Big Ten does not have that rule. Right. So the Big Ten is, is the organization that's saying, we're going to suspend you. And their, their, says, their rule says the institution is responsible for all the people that work under them. But the Big Ten doesn't want to suspend the team because then you're really hurting these players that clearly did nothing wrong. And so you're kind of stuck in the middle. Now, do they have the legal right? I think that's going to be the focus of this legal fight. Can you take the Big Ten rule and apply it by the – or the NCA rule and apply it to the Big Ten standard of justice? It's you a little sound, like you sound, getting charged though, in state court with a federal offense, and I'm not yeah. – I don't know. You maybe, sound maybe fairly not. certain as you're speaking to us, Dan, though, that, that they are planning to try to suspend him indefinitely. Is, am I reading you accurately? Yeah, at this moment, yeah. Uh, they may back down, but that is certainly what they are projecting out there. And by, when a coach is suspended, does that mean that he cannot run practices or he just can't be on the sideline for the game? I'm not sure. So the Michigan suspension, this is Harbaugh's uh, second suspension, a little lifetime achievement awards here for Jim. Um, second suspension this year. Now, under the Michigan suspension earlier this year for unrelated uh, violations, he was allowed to run the practice. He didn't show up for the games. Uh, I think under the big, I think under the Big Ten suspension, it would be more. Uh, you're not showing up at all. You're suspended. Mm-hmm. So the, the stakes here are extremely high. Uh, yes, we've they never are. seen a conference step in in this manner and make a punishment on a head coach, particularly on a team that is ranked second or third in the country and has a chance to win the league and play in the playoffs and conceivably win the national championship. So it is uh, all hands on deck at Michigan to try to fight against this and say, what are we doing here? Is this really merit? You know, I saw saw a note that was, you know, maybe unrelated, but now that I'm thinking about it, quite related where Ward Manuel wasn't attending a regular thing that he the big CBS meeting, meeting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he wanted yeah. to stay and deal with this issue. And now, if what you're saying is accurate, uh, I can understand why he would need to stay and yep. deal with the issue. How much of this do you think, Dan, has to do with Jim Harbaugh rubbing a lot of people the wrong way and the success of Michigan as opposed to the principle of this thing? I think a great deal of it. Um so I'm not saying, to be clear, that Connor Stallion and Michigan didn't violate the rules because it, if we've had no rebuttal that they clearly did. And then you violate the advanced scouting rule. You're not allowed to advance scout. You can steal signs. You can acquire them from film. You can watch them on TV. 
you can be at the game while you're playing and figure them out while the game's going on. All that, so stealing signs is okay. You just can't send somebody to record the, the other sideline uh, you know, before you play. So it's a, it's a part of the violation. So undoubtedly, Connor Stallions violated this rule. The issue is, in my opinion, is the Big Ten response is over the top. Is it, They are risking opening Pandora's box. We already have reports today. Uh, starting last night, actually, with Larry Lage, the great AP reporter out of uh, out of Ann Arbor, um, and it's it's filtered out now that for last year's Big Ten championship game, uh, Ohio State provided one set of signals that Michigan used to signal in their plays, and Rutgers provided like the defensive ones for Purdue while Purdue played Michigan. So Ohio State and, and Rutgers uh, allegedly teamed up to try to help Purdue beat Michigan. Now, at the end of the day, wow. what is advanced scouting? Is advanced scouting the Ohio State coaches figuring out the signals and then sharing them to Purdue? Did Purdue get advanced scouting things? Does sign-stealing really matter if Purdue had all of Michigan's signals and still lost and Michigan had all of Purdue signals is this how much of this is well when we're all friends we share information that's fine but if you do it a different way it's a little like if it's an inside job on a bank robbery or you have to actually rob the bank either way at the end you get the money right is it still against the rules I would say maybe Connor Stallions is more serious more elaborate more you know less sportsmanlike if you will I don't know but I think that's arguable. Wow. But does one merit you're suspended for the rest of the year and the other going, oh, that's just how we do things? There seems to be a line here that's very hard. I don't really care what happens to Michigan right. or, or Jim Harbaugh, but I can certainly understand the argument of, wait, is that really fair? Right. And if you're even if you hate Michigan, guess what? When you have these kind of non-due process, not fair system it's a bad time it's you absolutely and by the way uh armed with all the signs that michigan uses purdue lost 43 to 22 so uh maybe it doesn't make as much of a difference we want dan we got to run thank you for that we'll keep posted on all this dan wetzel from yahoo sports at 760 wjr